0: time till we're on.
1: Come on, Ron. What? We're on the air
2: right
3: now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight.
4: The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to the Shogun New theme song. Is
5: that a Rolling Stones? No. Up, up, don't you know this one? Oh, I do know it. Who sang it? Primal Scream. Oh, okay. Name their other hit. I don't know either, I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there. Hello, welcome to it. Uh welcome to a Wednesday night edition. What are the best one day?
2: what are the best one song hits?
5: That's one of them. So you you
2: have spent most of your adult life in music. DJ Jazzy J In music. Yes. In music. So this is why in you're music new, radio. This is why you're new to sport and you're still getting <laughs> yeah. your teeth into it. But yeah, all right.
5: what's the biggest one-hit song? That's why Patton Hills is my favourite show.
2: Is it what? Past the Duchy?
5: Nah, the I don't song. like that song.
2: Come on, Eileen? <laughs> Sorry. So I, I hate
5: that. But they're not. <laughs> they're not. Dixie's Midnight Runners aren't one-hit wonders, mate.
2: They're great overalls.
5: <laughs> Welcome to the show. I've got some new tunes. I'm going to flick through the show tonight. You all right? It's a very serious day in sport today. People are getting arrested and Crime Watch Wednesday. It is. That's our new segment. We'll get to that <laughs> soon. Uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SEN 1170 Sydney, uh, SENQ in Brisbane. Hello to you, uh, 1620 on the Gold Coast. Uh, our SCN track stations, Fnatic, those listening through the SCN app, and also SCNZ. Hello to our listeners over there who are back on the All Blacks bandwagon. So good to hear that. Because, what was it, a month ago? They were off. They are gone. They were. They were. Can I say, we continue to talk about New Zealand,
2: how great of a country they are from sporting achievement wise. You know, not only the, the WAS this year, I know they're not all Kiwi players, but. Um, a majority of the the staff and the players are, and then you've got a, an All Blacks team that will, yeah, most probably you would think play South Africa in the final if everything goes to plan. Yeah, and
5: don't you, write off Argentina. No,
2: nah, and then you've got a and then you've got a cricket side that never flies under the radar, especially in the ODI. In you
5: action know, tonight against yeah. Afghanistan, the red hot mm. Afghanistan. Great country, Afghanistan. I've never been there.
2: Well, they've got. Tremendous spin bowlers, some of the best in the world.
5: Certainly do. Yeah, you got to watch those. Uh, crisscross jump. Yeah. One hit wonder.
2: Pair of dudes who wore their clothes on backwards. <laughs> <coughs>
5: Excuse me, I'm still suffering Yeah, you're suffering right this Canara cold. Cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Crisscross
2: jump, jump. Mac Daddy. Paul make from. Jump, Paul jump. from
5: Narabeen's on the text already. Hello, boys. I'm already laughing. What did Eileen do to you? <laughs> I no nothing. She didn't do. Don't. If you want to be a part of the show, 0457-736-736. It was just how you said it. No, well listen,
2: my son arrived at my place last night. He lives in Sydney now and um girlfriend yet? Yeah? No, he's married to the job. So he hasn't I mean, he's the... Penrith Panthers. He surely loves surely can meet a girl in Penrith. Well, he probably might. Hmm. But he's married to the job at the moment. He started drinking the night of the grand final. And then he's made, his he way, he's made his way up the coast and he's finally arrived on the Gold <laughs> Coast. But he said, I was listening to the show Monday night. He said, what's the go with Woogie? Every time he has to say
5: doggy paddle, he says doggies.' I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I get it mixed up. Hey, it's my dog, Frank's sixth birthday today. Oh, happy birthday to Frank. What did yeah. you get it? No doubt you've spoiled him with a cake or something. No, I got him a little uh, chew toy, even though he hates to
2: chew things. What? Yeah, he doesn't chew things. And then, um, what so how does he eat? No, like toys. He doesn't chew on things. But um, and cooking him a steak tonight.
5: Oh, nice. Yeah. Has he uh, said hello to the cat next door that he's scared of? Yeah, no. Nah. The cat's gone. What What happened to the cat? Mm. What did you do? Glenn, has
2: Glenn and that cat been seen in the same place at once?
5: Oh, four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you want to send us a text in New Zealand, double eight double three. How good is the text system in New Zealand? Uh, or we can give us a call, one three hundred o one eleven seventy. 1170 Great to have you on board tonight. It is a big show. Uh, on our socials, TikTok, Sports Day SEN, Instagram, SENQ, or Twitter, Sports Day NSW. On the show tonight, one of our heroes. And I know there's a lot of talk around Timmy Zoo at the moment, but a couple of weeks ago, uh, this Aussie boxer, Joe um, Apataya, beat the living crap out of his opponent. Jordan Thompson, yeah. Absolutely beat the crap out of him in... London at Wembley Stadium. And it had it had the commentators there saying, well, I told you this guy can box. Mm. Uh, we're going to have a chat to him. He's back home. He's had a little holiday. Um, Rumours going around. He may have even went to Amsterdam. So we'll find out with his mum. Yeah. So we'll find out if that is true. Uh, we're going to have a ch- chat to him. Um, he's an amazing guy, Jai Opataya. And you've been a fan of his for a long time. Long so time. That's...
2: Scary eyes. He's got cold eyes. Um, this is the guy who won the cruiserweight title. Against Maris Breeders. Broke his jaw in, in two places. But no, no, in the no, third no, no. Round. Smashed it. Smashed his jaw. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Smashed his jaw and then went on to win that fight against a real, legitimate, tough world champion. And then to go over to Wembley mm-hmm. when he deserved to have the fight here as yeah. the world champion yeah. and then go over there and, and beat Jordan. Not even beat Jordan Thompson, just just bash him into submission and then made the boxing world sit up and take notice. Now, you and I caught up with him. Well, it was last week. Well, last week wasn't it, it was yeah. before Timmy Azu's fight. Yeah. Um. So we wanted to give Timmy Zoo some space and yep. and respect what he had coming last last Sunday. But yeah, uh, it's a it's a really good chat. He's a he's a great guy and and he's got some big things on the horizon when it comes to what his next fight looks like and where it may be. I
5: love I love this level of boxing, Sats. You've got me actually. I, I'm I i do not know a thing. I don't know the technicality. I hardly understand the divisions mm. in boxing. But you've got me excited just through your love of the sport. And dealing with guys like this, it's just refreshing. We've got so many great Australian
2: boxers that are world champions or are fighting for world titles at the moment. You know, we've got Jai Patai a world title holder. You've got Tim Zhu, who's a world – you've got Maloney, who's a world – Jason Maloney's a world title holder. Um, you've got Liam Parro, who no one's ever heard of, really heard of, is about to fight for a world title. It's – yeah, we've got – And, and we've got Ebony Bridges, female boxer. Yep. Sky Nicholson. We've got this, these great Australian boxers. And um, they're fighting all around the world.
5: I don't want to brag, but we're the only one who talks to them. I mean, everyone wants to talk to Tim Zoo Yeah, but these guys need to be highlighted as well because they're doing amazing things representing their well, country. Well, these
2: guys got great stories. Yeah, they, they got have great have. stories where they come from, and a lot of the time, boxers come from hard upbringings.
5: Yep, yeah, real blue
2: collar upbringings. So, and that's why they're they're so good at fighting for their life. You know, there's a really good saying: Are you are you born a fighter, or do you become a fighter? Yeah. It's always a really good argument in What's the answer? contact sports. Well, I think there's Oh, no, is that a rhetorical? I think there's yeah, it's okay. a bit of a rhetorical question.
5: Hey, the other thing too, the reason why I'm I'm befriending all these boxers, because yeah. I've got this great idea. Yep. And I should talk to Big Georgie Rose about this. Mm-hmm. Is that I want to get a boxer to take on the entire whack pack. Like a Royal Rumble. No, I just want to say... think I think if we had Rooster Muzz yep. up against the whack pack,
2: thirty seconds each.
5: Like Paul Gallen took on all those boxes that yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, I like Justin it. Hodges would probably want to get in there somewhere. Ben Hannon. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, Friday night, Saturday night, yeah. there was some boxing on the Gold Coast. And one of our one of our colleagues, Drury Forbes, was doing the MC. He calls the Rugby League and Basketball for us. Yeah. He said, sitting in the crowd, he said, it was just an easy target all night, <laughs> was Jared Wallace with a big black eye. <laughs> He goes. It was the easiest thing to talk about all night. Uh, J-Wole enjoying some uh, boxing the night before uh, Tim Zoo. Uh, can, I, th- can I
2: just quickly say our one-hit wonders,
5: music, groups, yeah. songs. It's going bunter. Is it?
2: Yeah, it's going good.
5: Oh, Albert Hammond. Never rains in Southern California. So we we're going to get a little bit of audio of some of these because some of these I've never heard of. We're going to make. Oh, by the way, um, let's do this. Oh, we're doing that straight up, are we? Well, well, as a hook and tease. Okay. You know, we like to educate others who work in radio. mm uh, Take note of this, you too. You know who I'm talking about.
2: It's Kyle and Jackie o.
5: <laughs> What Sats and I could teach you, mm. it's called a hook and tease in the biz. I want to throw out a thing that makes you go, mm. In fact, Sam's working for us tonight. Sam who, single Sam.
2: Yeah. Who um, wears footy shorts everywhere.
5: On dates. Yep. And... He does expose some parts we don't need to see exposed when his footy shorts are wearing. Yeah. Mm. But he's in tonight because Daddy Vass is away. Why is he away? So you educated me on this. I said, where's Daddy I Vass? I approved it. Why is he away? He said he's got to get his car serviced. That make you... that
2: make you go... It's I a said, big van. Hang on a sec. It's a creep van. I get it. Yeah, and you've got to get all those compartments cleaned, cleaned the blood. And, yeah, yeah. Re- yeah, refitted. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I said... Okay, if he's got to get his car serviced, where is he getting said car serviced? And you advise me, it's an hour away.
5: He is cheap. He got a discount. I think he's using one of those shopper dockets. Yeah, okay. that's taking him an hour each way.
2: What have you got to do?
5: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, things that make you, hmm, this is a nice little teaser. What about this happening last night? The is the wrecked
4: pod. Two bods a week. Or maybe one ball away, Netherlands. It's glove it, and the catch has been taken.
6: That's a win for Netherlands. We just witnessed one of the major upsets
5: in fifty overs cricket. I'd say it's one of the major upsets in sport. Really? Netherlands beating South Africa. In all of sport. I'd well, let's start the conversation because I don't know of too many. That's their. That's only their third win. In ODI World Cup cricket. So they're ranked cricket, 14th in the world in ODI and South Africa third. But they've played 20-odd games yep. in the World Cup of ODI. Yep. It's only their third win. And the other two wins have come across, a been against teams around their same level. Mm. That That's massive. Well, you can have your upset. And then I'll throw
2: down this ace card on behalf of 965. Hi, Jason and Sats. One of the biggest shocks is when Zimbabwe beat the Aussies in the 83 Cricket World Cup. We had Chapel and Lily versus
5: Neville Nobodies. Yeah, good one. That mm. is, that's... A... That make you... that make you go... yep. Canary Cowboys been on. So we'll throw it out there. 0457 736 736 or double eight double three New Zealand. Maybe there's been some New Zealand upsets that we're not aware of um, that you could enlighten us with. They're upset about the underarm. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. When you've been physically upset, yeah, okay, I just, No, upset. Why do actually? Why do reco- reporters? Yeah, call it an upset. Why is it called an upset? Because. What's another word?
2: I don't know. An upset. Let's go to the dictionary.
5: All right. What's how do you spell? Mean? How do you spell dictionary? Canari Cowboys been on the text. Baha men who let the dogs out. Cheers. That we don't need to be reminded that. Uh, While you're looking for that, Mark from Quakers Hills on the phone. G'day, Mark.
1: G'day, Seth. G'day, Woogie. How are you? Really well.
5: Good, mate. Why do we call it an upset? Um, Do you know why?
1: Well, in terms of upsets, it would be, in my opinion, the widely favoured team lost to a not-so-widely-favoured team. In other words, it was like the minnow upsetting the... Blue whale. Well, there you go, yeah. David. upset
2: See, Mark from Quakers Hill can't be in the whack pack. He's got to be in our Harvard crew, yeah, you know, Goodwill Hunting's, I'll, because I'll go with that. Yeah, because the upset in a verb is unhappy, disappointed, and as a noun, it's an
5: unexpected result or situation. There you go. There you go. And he can't be in the whack that's pack right. as well because he doesn't dribble on himself. Yeah. So that's the other reason. Well, Mark
2: um, doesn't want no, an adult that's, nappy. That's true. And
5: in,
1: in terms of that, I I reckon, I'd pay good money for two things. Number one, to see Woogie in the boxing ring with Glenn because I reckon Glenn would lead with his big mouth. So, Woogie
3: Woogie wouldn't have
1: any chance of missing a KO by hitting him right in the gob. Mm -hmm. And um, I also uh, think that in terms of boxing too, I'd pay money to see Eddie Jones give himself an uppercut because I don't know if you heard the presser he did yesterday. A reporter said to him... You said to about a week ago, uh, the Australian media should give themselves an uppercut because we had no idea what you were doing with regard to your rugby strategy, which you stood by. And also, uh, you said that our comments about uh, Australia not making it to the grand final were unmerited. And Eddie said, well, perhaps I should give myself an uppercut. Yeah. Anyway, um, on a one-hit wonder thing... I. Yep. I'd, I'd say your unofficial soundtrack, The Never Ending Story by that guy, Labal, that was a one hit wonder. Yeah,
2: true. What and about
5: what about the theme from, um, oh, what was that running movie? Chariots of Fire. Uh, Chariots, Chariots of Fire. Fire. Yep, that yep. one. Right yeah. Any, Anything so else you want to raise, Mark, while you're here?
1: Yeah, just one thing. I just wanted to ask your guys' opinion on the state of Australian sport and where you think it's going right now. Because it's a real, and I'm not being a sexist pig against the Diamonds when I say this, but it's a real kind of, uh, I think, negative illustration of how Australian sports is at the moment. When our most successful team is our women's netball team and our our one-day cricket team and our rugby union team are going nowhere but backwards fast. In terms of rugby union and cricket, I think we need to just burn the whole things down and start over. And I just wondered what you guys thought about that and what you think what well, we've got to do to move forward to get success.
5: Well, first of all, uh, thanks thanks for your question. I, I I think we're going to talk about this a little later, but first of all, Nipple shouldn't have kicked Gina Reinhart in the face, for starters, right? I see today that the Australian cricket Players' Association yep. or whatever, have, have Todd given, Greenberg, led yeah, by yeah, yeah, have given two hundred thousand dollars to the netball equivalent, um, to to I a, a, a no doubt help out with their <laughs> negotiations with, with netball Australia, but yeah, pay disputes and yeah, yeah, I, I just, and well, I would also argue I think our, I think our most success well the the women did win the World Cup which was fantastic, um, but I'd say our most successful Australian team at the moment have to be the rugby league team. It would
2: be, and again, it's uh, I, I, it's a shame that our netball side isn't. How is it not successful? Well, it... It, they are successful, but what what pains me is that a, a sport that is one of the most one of the most um, played played sports by juniors throughout the and 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 uh, adults as well throughout the country. Yep, we've got great. It's, it's our most successful, I think, sport continuously. Our women's netball side and. They're still not appreciated. I mean, during what do you the, mean they're not appreciated? Well, during the Matildas, we're yeah, we're all in the back of the Matildas, and so we should be. Yeah, but, but that was. But, on... I, but I felt as though that we just had tunnel vision for the Matildas when we had the netball World Cup going on, and basically they flew back into Australia. Yeah,
5: so timing wasn't great. right? Timing wasn't
2: great, but it doesn't matter. Like, it, it shouldn't. We sh- the focus on our, our well, women's netball team should never be taken away. Okay, of how so great well, they are.
5: Okay, and and I love the netballers. You and I both love the netball. I, I like, I love the, I love the Swifts. Are you to say, what do we do? But the part of the problem, where were those World Cup games on TV? Where, what, what channel were they on? Mm. But they
2: would have, they would have been competing against the Matildas. Now that's both, both codes. What I loved about netball is that, I know that the Magpies have lost their license and it's great to see SEN bring in Melbourne Mavericks, which is outstanding, as the eighth license. I love it that netball was linking with, with cross-code sports. Like the Sunshine Coast lightning were like a melbourne Melbourne storm Storm. link and then you had the magpies and i think that's a really good link for netball to continue pushing ahead of a lot of other sports from an exposure point of view linking onto other sports and doing whatever you can to get more eyes on the sport
5: are they a victim of um wokeness netball yeah
2: in what way well they walked away from
5: that big deal with Gina no I
2: think initially I think a lot of people would, would be disappointed in that but yeah as a sport they probably they they feel really happy with what they stood by now yes it does affect you in the future financially, but you like to think that the goodwill and the and the performance will get a lot of that support back aren't they going which, has, which they're slowly starting to do don't
5: they want a cut of revenue is that I think that's one of the things they're after is a cut of revenue which they deserve well no they don't they deserve a cut of profit mm because let's say the revenue is $10 million, right, but yeah. they're after a cut of revenue. Yeah, no, cut of profit. You are right. And yeah. cut of profit, to me, seems like a really good thing. Like, okay, Sell-out well, crowds. Um, you yeah. promote the game. So the more you promote the game, the more bums on seats. And again, I'm a massive fan of netball. I was the under-six <laughs> coach at the Doves at Runaway Bay. Right, let's not forget that, guys. We didn't score a goal, but that's all right and my kids are in the team. It's a very hard thing to do like We we had
2: Maddie Proud on last night which you would have yeah. heard. She's just one an, an outstanding netballer and an outstanding leader. She's a wonderful person off the court. Amazing talent when it comes to media and 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 also fraternizing with the community. Um has yeah, writes children's books as well yeah, yeah. Race on the court just just and and I'd like to think that post career
5: she'll have a really good media career if she wanted it. But post career for the game is not right. At the they they need they, we need to hear more of Matty Proud, mm. the captain of the Swifts. That's what I'm saying. In mainstream media, exactly. And apart from our show, and probably some written articles, where where do you see and hear Australian netballers? Where do you, where do you see it? Well, you can obviously you can watch the. Suncorp Super Netball each weekend. Yeah, but you you don't Great get conference. to know you don't get to know them. Like yeah. Maddie Proud is an outstanding human being, mm. funny, smart. She ticks every box, right? And we should give her a job at SEN, mm. right? The other thing is Bryony Akel, one of the best coaches in any sport, who we love having on the show. But there's not enough of that. There's no consistency, sats. Mm. So they've got. To, I think the players and the association have got to work harder. And I reckon the idea of taking a cut of profits, which I believe Netball Australia is offering, I think that's the smart way through. Mm. Because if you make $10 million and the game costs seven, all of a sudden you're splitting $3 million. And I think it should. That's outstanding, man. Thank you, mate. That is Thank outstanding. You- and it should be 50-50. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, what do you think? Well, you yeah, know, I, I don't know. 70-30 in, in, in favour of are, the
2: players. Don't have any idea what the books look like.
5: But so, yeah, but I'm just saying, yep. if you want to split profit, it maybe it should be more to the players. I don't know. What's the fix for netball? Because I don't want to see it go away because the women who are in the game are unbelievable. I don't think you'll go anywhere. It's always going to be a strong sport. I, I, I well, just... then the Players Association, apart from getting a couple hundred thousand dollars from the Cricketers Players Association, you've got to start working harder. Mm. You've got to work harder to promote the game. That's, that's part of your responsibility as well players you're talking about well everybody from 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 top to bottom,
2: well, the players can only do so much you know they they play well, they get the opportunities they get thrown in front of them, and yeah you know, it's up to the game to really to probably promote them even even further but I do love the link to the cross code sports, I think that's a really good i think that's a really good outlet to. To another core cool group of fans.
5: Yep. I like it. What do you think? 0457 736, 736 or 8833 if you're in New Zealand. Uh, what's the fix for Australian netball? Because, it is. I mean, we are, we are the best in the world. Sorry to our New Zealand listeners listening in. I think we've proven this. And I know we've got a game tomorrow night in Invercargill. But... Oh, I just
2: oh, I had one of the best nights in Invercargill in one year.
5: We've got a text here from Terry. He's saying the Diamonds must be hugely upset to be sent to the hellhole that is Invercargill. Oh. You'll see tomorrow a truly feral crowd. Oh,
2: darn now, and Terry. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
5: 0457 736, 736. Uh, That's the good oil. Thanks to our great mates at Cobram Estates, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. The show got off to a dodgy start. Uh, but we're getting there, aren't we? Actually, can I play you another song that I've actually yep. uh, teed up? How's this one? Yeah, who is it? I don't know. Oh, is that you two? Yeah.
2: What not, song is it? Well, they're not a one-hit wonder.
5: No, nah, but I'm not saying someone hit wonder. Uh,
2: is that New Age
5: U2? Is that old U2? That's early nineties. Early nineties. I think it's from the album Zoo Roper. I think it's a song about an insect. Well, they are a little bit weird. It's The Fly. Haven't you heard of The Fly? No. There should be more songs about insects.
2: Jase, educate the boys and play some Stranglers, mate. Best band ever. Got to go. No more heroes, maybe. Steve, Christchurch.
5: Thank you, you, Steve and Christchurch. Break time. This is Sports Day. When we come back, stick around for this. One of the greats in Australian boxing is joining us, Jai Opataya, on Sports Day. The all-electric
4: Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day, we'll be back in a moment. He has to produce something here, and he goes again. Gregory Howard looks on, and that's
3: it. That's the end. Challenge of Johnson and still
1: the IBF and Ring Magazine Cruiserweight Champion
2: of the World J. Oak
5: You'll never oh. get sick of hearing that, will you? Oh, mate, I got, <laughs> I got, I got, I'm, I'm getting chills listening to that again. Saps, you and I, that was grand final morning, yeah, and we were texting what a way on to each start other in our grand final day. Oh, <laughs> day. It was unbelievable, belt the crap out of him, and the man who's uh, held onto the title, is joining us now, just back from his holiday yep. in Europe, Jai Opataya. Thanks for joining us again on Sports Day, mate. Thanks for having me,
2: please. How are you? Yeah, great.
5: As you, as we just said, we'll never get sick of hearing that. I'm oh. sure you
2: will never also. You've already heard it once before after you beat Maris Breedis in 2022. But I've got to say, Jai, the body would be feeling a little bit better compared this time compared to when you you first got the title.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. This is the first fight I've actually come out of the ring and, you know, been able to just focus on the next fight. It's, um, but it's a good feeling, man. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, of course, that fight against Maris British. Now, I'm going, to give it, I'm going to give it justice because people say he broke his jaw. He didn't. He smashed his jaw in multiple places. And it was such an impressive performance against Jordan Thompson. Now, with the long layoff, during the recovery, it looks as though you're punching harder with that long layoff. Were you able to fine tune a few things, Joy?
0: Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so before the jaw surgery and stuff, um, I actually had a hand surgery. So well, like ninety, like it was the majority of my pro career, we um, I was fighting with uh, a bad left hand. So um, it was we had one fight and then the Mars Brothers fight was the only two fights that I had since the surgery. That's why I had such a layoff between those two fights as well.
2: I saw that on, on your documentary, actually. It was a great documentary leading into that fight where you said there was a part of your career there where you had to get surgery on your hand, but you simply just couldn't afford the operation. Was that correct?
0: Yeah, back in the day, man. We, You know, and being at that the start of the career where you've got to stay active, it just, you know, we couldn't afford it and, it, and my career couldn't afford it as well, you know, that long layoff, because you know I, I was in the I was in a car for 9 months and then um you know it was a, it was a long road back but you know we're here now and it, it all worked in our favor
2: yeah now round 3 in the fight your opponent Jordan Thompson he jammed you with a good oh. shot to the chin yeah oh. which would have dropped many fighters but you seem to switch into switch into even a greater beast mode because um, that ability to withstand that physical discomfort. Now, I know you come from a long line of fighters, both on your your mum and your dad's side. Where's that come from? I know a lot of it comes from your training. Does a lot of it come from your bloodlines as well?
0: Um, you know, I think a lot of it comes from the sacrifice we've had to sort of give to get to this, that point, you know what I mean? It's um, people, people don't understand. People only see the, the stuff that happens in the fights and in the rings, but they don't understand the the time and the effort and the the sacrifice, the pain that you have to endure to get to that point. You know what I mean? Even the jaw surgery, the whole thing to get back to the ring. Oh, those the physical pains nothing compared to the emotional pain you got to put yourself through. You know?
5: Hmm. Oh, mate, you looked you looked absolutely amazing. Just you, the, the, I don't know I know bugger all about the technicalities. Of boxing, but I tell you what, you looked amazing. And and the commentators, they could not stop waxing lyrical. I don't know if you've had a chance to go back and watch the fight. Being at Wembley, performing the way you did, I mean, Wembley's the holy grail of sport. How was that, mate?
0: Oh, man. It was a a good feeling, you know, to finally be where I belong in those big stadium fights, you know. I've been waiting a long time to get to, to headline those big stadium fights and you know, it was a relief, you know, walking out to those stadiums. It was just, finally, we're here. So yeah. it was a good
5: feeling. What about the reaction from the crowd towards you?
0: Um, you know, I, I was there against the crowd, you know, it was uh, which is understandable. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in enemy territory, and um, that's why we went there as well. We went there to earn respect, and I feel like that's what we did.
5: And what about, what I was going to say, what about post-fight, though? Did it turn a little, and... And you know, the media you did locally in, in London, now, how was all that towards you, Jai? Um,
0: it was busy, you know, I was doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that. But um I definitely feel like they uh they had it as Jordan Thompson's fight night, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like they uh they were really I don't know, they, I had the even though I was the favourite going in the fight, I felt like I had the stacks um up against me, but it just
5: made that victory even more sweeter,
2: you yeah. know what I mean? It reminded me of Rocky IV, you know, when the yes. Russians turned yes. in favour of Sylvester And they, Stallone. Were, they
5: were chanting Rocky.
2: That's exactly what it was like yeah. that I saw from the coverage. <laughs> yeah, there was so right. many people so impressed with the performance that uh, who didn't know you before definitely know you now. Now, everyone has to chase you for the belts. So would you like to bring those big fights to Australia, Jai, or the lights of the UK and Madison Square Garden Vegas? Is Is that something that appeals to you?
0: And, um the, the the big fights in America, the big fights overseas, I feel like they've already been done. You know, I feel like it'll just be another boxer fighting in another stadium that's already been done over there. But yep. I feel like bringing the fights here to Australia, and I, and I really want to bring a, a unification fight to Gosford Stadium, my hometown in the Central Coast, um, you know, things like that, I, I feel like doing what hasn't been done before is more appealing to me. You know what I mean? if those american fights do come and those those another you know fight over in the uk comes you know obviously we we take it and we do what we got to do and we 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 go handle business but i I feel like i I take a a lot more pride in doing it here on our home turf you know like that was the whole point of going over there is earning the respect that we 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 deserve Mm -hmm. and um i feel like i've done that and you know, I hope it works in our favour now.
2: Now, talking about unification, there's a guy by the name of Chris billum Smith. He's 18 and 0. He holds the WBO, I think, from from memory. Is is he the one that you would fight as part of a unification?
0: For sure, that's that. That would be a. I really want to fight for that WBO. Yep. You know, I want that. I've wanted that WBO for a long time. So, you know, I I don't care if he's got it or someone else wins it in this matter of time. I, I heard he's got a fight someone, uh, a coley, a rematch with a coley, but it does not bother me. Who has it? I want that WBO around my waist.
2: Now, a funny story I heard, and I, 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 saw, I saw it on the, the documentary, which I found funny. You growing up as a kid, all your mates would come around and stay at your house, but over a period of time, you stopped having <laughs> mates playing staying at your house because because Joy wasn't allowed to play with his mates until he trained first. And so if his mates <laughs> stayed over, Joy, they had to train also, didn't they? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, my, my old man would always make
5: us go training first and uh, whoever was at my house was joining in. That's great. Oh, oh, yeah, fucking <laughs> <times>. <laughs> hey, what What's the documentary, by the way, Sats? What it's
2: is it? called, um, uh, remind me what it's called, Joy.
5: Unbroken. Unbroken. And it's where, on, where, on YouTube. On YouTube, right. It goes for
2: about 25, 30 minutes. It's great. outstanding.
5: That's what I'll be watching tonight. Yep. Uh, mate, uh, you mentioned post-fight, bit of a holiday. Uh, did you manage to have that with the family?
0: Uh, yeah, that was um, that was another victory on its own. You know, I've, m- my mum never been overseas. You know, she never travelled, been on a plane. Took my my brother and sisters over there, so I got to show in Paris and uh, took him to Amsterdam for a bit of fun. So <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, mum didn't yeah, get on the mushies, did it was she?
2: A Hey? Mum didn't get on the mushies, did she? <laughs> um,
0: I, my mum's a veteran, so she was she was teaching us the rope.
5: <laughs> Jai, mate, outstanding a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and mate, and thanks for finding time to talk to us again. Uh, you've made us so bloody proud. And every time I talk to Jai and I hear the passion in his voice, I get chills. Yeah,
2: I'm good goosebumps now yeah. because the rest of the world now has stood up and taken notice.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. You're an outstanding human being, Jai, and we'd love to talk to you again another time on Sports Day.
0: Thank you. I appreciate the call. Cheers, boys.
4: We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
5: My Sharona, one-hit wonder. Yeah, we've got a couple of nominations for this. Here We've got one here, actually. Uh, Simon Belgowney, 70s, the biggest one-hit wonder, the knack. You, we, we we're just chatting. By the way, welcome back to Sports Day. You've got Satsy. we an outstanding
2: young man. We've had many of our listeners say about Jai oh. Opataya. Op-
5: and, and look, you know what? We, we love um, supporting people like that on this show. And we get the freedom to be able to do that, you know, yeah. because we can do longer interviews and stuff like that. And, yeah, hey, if, if there's someone you want us to have a chat to, let us know, Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Love your angle there. Now... Shane from the Central Coast, where Jaya lives.
2: Gents, Jaya Pattaya was fighting grown men at the age of 16, 17. He learned how to be tough from the get-go. Yeah, of course, he got picked for the Olympics at 16, fought at 17. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Mm.
5: Uh, Fantastic. We're just talking off the air. Uh, By the way, uh, if if you want to save some time and water, Ira Gear is here. We're talking off the air. Um, you asked me what my favourite U2 song is. Yeah. And oh, I don't have it handy right now, but it's Lemon. Lemon. No. It's a great song. No. Mate, they write songs about flies and lemons. No, That's Streets Have No Name and the, the story behind. Where the behind, streets have no yeah, name.
2: Yeah, where, where they just rocked up on the rooftop and just started playing. The police had to come and shut down the traffic. and
5: That's a nuisance. Imagine if you're trying to have a sleep mm. in. Uh, but they just copied the Beatles. When the you Beatles said, did that.
2: No, Beatles are a myth.
5: What? Um when you What? <laughs> when... My favorite my favorite performing artist of all time are the Beatles. Yoko Ono. No, um, she ruined the Beatles.
2: Hey, uh, when you said lemon, I thought yellow and then I thought Coldplay.
5: When Great I f- band. when
2: I first saw yellow as Coldplay's first real big hit, <laughs> yeah, my first when we talk about one hit wonders, mm. my first reaction was probably never hear from them ever again.
5: What? <laughs> You're a good judge in music, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. One hit wonders. Hey boys, the na- oh yeah, we've done that one. Uh, one, uh, come on, guys, it's the Swingers from WA, the song Counting the Beat. Oh yeah,
2: is that one two two? Oh, is that yeah. one?
5: Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me.
2: What else? Uh, one hit wonders. Uh, yeah, Mosherona's got, got heaps. Dazz of the Dragon was another one. Uh, what about One Hit Wonders Australian? Come on, guys, it's the Swingers from WA, and the song Counting. I the- just oh, read that. that. You just said? Well, we've got to get rid of it. That's what we do. We get rid of it. Hey, talk about, I spoke about this band before, our New Zealand listener, especially in Christchurch, the Exponents. Right. Do yourself a favour. Listen to some of their songs.
5: Steve from Dubbo, sorry. Steve from Dubbo wants us to <laughs> have a chat to Brett Kenny. We've done that on a couple of oh, occasions. Seriously.
2: seriously. We're Anyone
5: other than Parramatta. Well, he loves it when we talk boxing and Brett Kenny.
2: Yeah. Okay, so we've had a lot of nominations. Coop, you're one of them. Shut up your face. Was that really a hit? That was a hit, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. What's the matter, you? Hey. Now, One Hit Wonders, Australian again. This is from Corey. Uh, the Choir Boys, Run to Paradise. They had a couple of other songs, didn't
5: they? Yeah, but they're. No. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's loud. You know, is <laughs> about drugs. Is it?
6: Yeah.
5: Is it? Well, that's. I'll well, stop playing that then. Mm. You listen to the lyrics. Right said, Fred, I'm too sexy. Corey listens every evening. Thank you. Maroya. Soft Cell, at Love. They're from 905 in New Zealand. Yeah, they're good ones. Lads, Albert Hammett, Never Rains in Southern California. Yeah. What about... Never heard um Up the Orbelow. What about Love Will Find a Way by Roger Verduros? <laughs> I was listening to that on the way here today. Really?
2: Yeah. Never heard of that song ever. Oh, look it up here. Okay, so Right Said
5: Fred. Sam, can you find it for me, please, mate? So, right said for remember those two guys. They, I'm too sexy for my cat. With those poor pussy, poor pussy cat. <laughs> with, is
2: that with those tight jeans with their junk just hanging out the side? I never looked at that. <laughs> was, and also soft sell tainted love. Yeah, yes. A great song. Great, great song. song. All right.
5: Yeah. Isn't it great? This is a sports show, and I we're know. talking about one. Well, hit let's wonders. talk about a little
2: bit of sport then. Okay, upsets, boxing upsets. This is from nine zero five in New Zealand. Roy Jones Jr. losing Olympic final against hometown South Korea in nineteen eighty eight, biggest upset in Rort ever. You are one hundred percent right. It was one of the greatest Rorts of all time. You seen a lot of those over years. A lot of a lot of boxing upsets in when it was the amateur boxing. Yeah. In um and still is amateur, but obviously the rules have changed a little bit now. In in Olympic boxing, we saw some great fighters
5: lose gold medals. Yeah. Well, you're saying it's rigged.
2: Jeff Fennick actually, Jeff Fennick actually um,
5: should have fought in the gold medal, gold medal fight, and actually got rorted. Yeah, he's had a hard time, hasn't he, in the boxing world, Jeff? <laughs> hey, wh- the other one. Look, now I'm I've seen two UFC fights. I'm now an expert on UFC. Yeah, oh, Volkanovski this week. Yeah, that's going to be massive. Um, Sorry, dear, we're not doing anything Sunday, Arvo. This is the second Sunday in a row now. Yeah. I can't leave the house. Mm. But, no, the, you seem to see you see more upsets in UFC, don't you? We had that one about a month ago.
2: Yeah, you, you do. you do. And when you look at their records, so when you look at boxing records, you might have, like, Tim Zhu, you know, he's 22, 23, 24 and 0, 17, yeah. 18 knockouts, whatever it may be. You see a lot of that. You know, Roger, uh, Roger may, sorry, Floyd Mayweather, yeah, 50 and 0 and but in UFC, you'll see 17 and 6 because their matchups are a lot more even than what it is in boxing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So there's, you know, they won't knock over tomato cans. They'll just –
5: Who was that bloke from California a couple of weeks – about a month ago beat the the red-hot favourite from New Zealand? I don't know. Oh, I forget who it was in the UFC. Mm. Uh, Pat, yeah, a couple of times he's texted us, is a single bed by British band Fox. What a great song. Is that Paddy Welsh? <laughs> Sending us a text, I hope it is. I saw a test
2: match today on YouTube. My son was watching it. Yeah.
5: 1991,
2: Kiwis versus Australia at Olympic Park in Melbourne. Yep. Paddy Walsh, Kiwis won. Paddy Walsh was the commentator. I bet you looked handsome. He wasn't on camera,
5: which oh, was not he? a good sign. We've <laughs> no, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Uh, by the way, those texts and a bit of news for Irrigir offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time, water. Irrigir is here. Break time when we come back. Uh, we've got a tip for tomorrow from the boys at Leg up.
4: The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia... The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
5: Oh, yeah. What's this? This is Love Will Find A Way.
4: Not by Roger
5: Verduras. You're right. Who sent that text through? It's actually... Pablo Escobar, isn't it? No, it's Pablo Cruz from the album World's Away," Coming at you. WNBC. WNBC. Have you seen exactly. that movie? that exactly. movie. If you haven't seen it, Private Parts, Howard Stern. Still on the radio yeah. in the US, by the way. Yeah. Earns a half a billion dollars a year on really? satellite radio. He's half a billion? Half a billion. He does not. Half a billion. He's, he's... Does that go oh, into no, his pocket? A half a billion over five years. Sorry, it's a hundred oh. million dollars a year. So you lied to us. I know. Oh, sorry, a hundred. Mm. Now it's around the money you're getting. Mm. This is a great song. You put that on with a couple of candles, <laughs> get a frozen lasagna out of the freezer. <laughs> The Leg Up, that's not, uh, by the way, that's a loose connection to this next segment. The Leg Up, Australia's fastest-growing tipping service. What's gambling really costing you? The Leg Up's own Blake Johnston has his best play uh, for the Caulfield Cup. Here it is. G'day,
2: fellas. Caulfield Cup this weekend, and I'm sticking strong with Francesco Guardi. I reckon he's ready to improve after three runs back from a spell. First up and second up, he chased home Fangirl and Mr. Brightside, and then last start, he just peaked on his effort in the Turnbull behind Gold Trip. Gets to a winnable trip. J-Mac has never won a Caulfield Cup, so he'll be hungry. I think he's going to be hard enough to beat at double-figure odds, so I'm going to play him. Good luck if you follow, fellas.
5: Yeah, thank you very much, But Actually, I do follow the leg up. I'm a... A subscriber mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, a couple of good wins. Get a leg up on the today on the bookies with Australia's fastest growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. What's coming up soon? So Satsy, we're gonna are we introducing that brand new segment tonight, Dead or Alive? Yeah, we I think you said you were going to Right yeah, we're gonna get Sam We're gonna do and, sports crimes as well. We'll do sports crimes, got sports news. And we've got three million text messages to get through as well. Um, you want to do a quick one before we go?
2: Interview for summer. Can we please get Tulson Tulloch? And that? also
5: Cliffy Lyon. Who's Tulson Tulloch? Former Parramatta player. Right, yeah. Sats will do that. We've got that sorted. Sports Day, back in a moment. Do not go anywhere.
4: The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. When she is is oh, it really?
5: Tall. Radar she love, golden ear. Just enjoy Don't the lyrics here, guys. We've got a
4: thing that's I Radar love. We've got a wave in the air. Radar love.
5: Bit of a sing along on Sports Day. Welcome to the. Action-packed second hour of the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Geez, that goes well. WNBC. One-hit wonders from Kiwi Stew. Geez, we're getting a lot of texts about mm-hmm. it, aren't we?
2: mm Hansen.
5: Well, no, they weren't. They had more than one hit. They did. They actually had a really good album, Hanson. And they brought out a, bo- a beer, believe it or not, and I interviewed them about it, right? And really? I tried to get them to drink a 4X Gold.
2: Isaac. I uh, can't remember the other two brothers. Mm. Uh,
5: Steve <laughs> and Gary. They brought out... You know they got a beer called... Mm- hops. Really? Yeah. Nice. I like it. It's Very good. I got to talk to him about beer. It was one of the highlights of my long career. Um, should we get into this before we get Simon Orchard from Racing, Greyhounds, New South Wales? Uh, Glenn, uh, welcome to the show. Glenn, I've got a business idea which could make you a lot of money. Do you want to hear about it? Oh, oh, Justin, absolutely, mate. I think you. have you got a YouTube channel?
3: No, I'm not on any social media, mate. Well,
5: mate, this is where it's at. This is where this is where people like you—you're a content creator. Mm. Imagine, you correct? Right. So, imagine you doing your TV reviews on mm. on YouTube, and we'll help promote it for I, you. I, I,
3: I understand where you're coming from, Justin. I'm still very much of the old school, mate, and it'll all be revealed in my book.
5: Yeah, but listen, but listen. This is, if you want to I get serious, we'll make you a multimedia darling, won't we, Sats? That, I, I, that yeah. I already am. Well, you're not, because you're not on new media. No, he's an, he's an icon. I'm an icon. Exactly right, Sats. Yep. You, you to and, YouTube will be what Trump was to Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. That big, eh? YouTube hasn't yep, even started I've... yet, mate. Do our, I have to be that silly, though? No, just do your... Do I have to be as stupid as fuck? Just do your normal Rooster stuff. Rooster is blowing up the lights. <laughs> His head uh, has just exploded. How are
3: you, Rooster Monroe. <laughs> I thought he was still barred.
2: He'll never be barred from this show, Glenn. Never. What
3: do you want? Oh,
5: okay. What
2: do you want? Quickly. Let's go. Uh, well, mate, I was struggling with what... Um, what
3: order to put everything in tonight, but you've oh. you've probably helped me a little bit. Well you're probably gonna get the uh um, with Forrest Wacky Wednesday with Glennie, Glenda, still no Glennis. <laughs>
5: where, hey, hey, where, yep. where what's happened?
3: Uh she's having a she's having a well deserved break in the outback, mate. <laughs> in the outback. What? What? <laughs> I I, I do have I do have some big news for you though,
5: mate. I can
3: no longer watch SAS as long as that other imbecile, Ant Middleton, remains on it. What with his effing atrocious language, he swears all the time, every second word. Right, I didn't swear. I, I didn't use the word that he's been using. When do I cut him off? Anyway, and he also manages to get behind all the participants and rub
2: himself up against them. He all should right. be behind
5: bars. You can't make those allegations.
2: Now, Jason Elchin, great bloke with great stories, now coaching Western Clydesdale. This is Brad saying these are the people we, he'd like us to interview
5: during the summer series. Ask Done. him about Joey Johns' second first grade game. Going to do that, Brad? Let's get the smartest man in the uh, Hunter on the line right now. Simon Orchard uh, from thedogs.com.au. Sorry to expose you to so what's, ga- <laughs> what's gambling really costing you? I'm so sorry, Simon. I know you like following Glenn. <laughs> uh, but, um, look, let's get down to business. Million Dollar Chase, how was it?
6: Boys, I thought, uh, I thought radio programs these days had special systems in place to stop... Certain people getting through
5: to the show. He breaks the code. He's every got a week. fan. He's got a fan club, uh, Simon. Burner, yeah,
2: burner phones,
5: and mate, oh. he's, he's got a fan club. And um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's the chairman of the Whack Pack. What do we do?
6: <laughs> I don't know, but I'm glad to follow Glenn. Two uh, two Hunter icons, I guess you could say. Absolutely. Uh, look, the million dollar chase. The million dollar chase. Boys was an absolute hoot. I tell you what. Shannon Noll still got it, and I tell you what, he's a big, he's a big strong man. I saw him, uh, saw him pre pre warm-ups. He was out there in the muscle tee, and he had the what? crowd uh, revved up on Million Dollar Chase night, and it was, a, it was a hell of a night, boys. It was won by Jay is Jay, first Queenslander in history to win it. Uh, thank God the Queenslanders, and that's me, Brisbane Bronco, Brisbane Lions fan, have had a rough couple of months, but Jay is Jay bounced back and gave him something to cheer about. So a million dollars. For about 29.7 seconds uh, of race work on the night, so a wonderful achievement. We had plenty going on. We had the Masters Meteor race, which was run uh, run and won by Fernando Hunter, which is owned by Brenton Abdullah, who's a pretty handy jockey that I'm sure a lot of the listeners might know. So Fernando Hunter, 100 grand to wit. Uh, a dog by the name of Zipping Megatron Boys blew them away in the Million Dollar Chase Maiden Final. It was his second start, and it went six lengths quicker than the million-dollar chase winner. So, look, you've got to stack them up against each other in some way, shape, or form. But Zipping Megatron, if you want to have a bet, just put that in your black books because this thing could well and truly blow the chasing world away. As I said, Shannon Noah was awesome. Did uh, we he, had what did he sing? To,
5: he actually sang a lot of covers, Boys. Which oh, that's I nice. think he's put like What that. About
6: Me away, by the way. I think what about, that one has uh, been parked.
5: I've got a car. Ride. I've got a big, black, shiny car.
6: Yeah, that's the one. Drive. I think that got a got a run um, mm-hmm. for Nolsey and uh, it was a it was a hell of a night, a memorable night for everyone on track. We had about two and a half thousand people there, which is good because we just don't get people to the track these days, guys. So it was a nice night, uh, and now we can all breathe easy because that is done, and we move on to to other things. The Golden Cup is the next cab off the rank, so the heats of it and the Golden Fireball are on Friday, fellas. And that's my next task to try and find some winners down there. So uh it's been a big it's been a big couple of months promoting the million dollar chase. We thank you for all your support. And it was run and won by JSJ, so well done to Connection.
2: Outstanding. JSJ, one point three one million dollars prize money now.
5: See what happens when you win. Like would would you show that tape to Fat Pizza and say, This is what you've got to do?
6: <laughs> oh. How about the pizza, oh, by the way? Did you I'm see so excited about this.
5: Yeah. What happened? Do you want to know? Have you got a drum roll? Oh, Have you I got a drum roll? No, I don't. Now you put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Got second. Oh. Uh, what? Great uh, work. By how much? The people's
2: the, the people's dog. One and a half lengths.
6: Uh, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty close, fellas. Actually, loomed up like it might win the race. Nick Kilner uh, has. Backed him up as well. He's going to go around at Potts Park again uh, in the next couple of days. And this is his hood. I've got to say, this is his hood.
2: Yeah, this is his hood near the... That's what we want. That's what we want. Dropping grade, Potts Park. Yeah. Uh,
6: The Battlers. I think it's a Battlers race for the pizza. And hopefully he can get that elusive win because he's closing in on 100 starts.
5: boys.
2: So if he gets there... Maybe
5: that's the sign. He's at 87 at the moment. The What's his prize money,
2: Sats? He's at uh, $12,850. This is
5: a dog that's never won a race.
2: Yeah, 87 starts, <laughs> 16 seconds, 21 thirds. Nicholas Kilner, I've got to say, mm-hmm. slowly becoming top three trainers in any sport.
5: Does Nicholas get into the <laughs> whack pack?
2: Nicholas is—he's halfway in the whack pack. If he yeah. gets to a hundred starts, no, Without wins, a, he's in the whack pack. He's, he's in the whack pack. Does
5: Fat Pizza actually forget, go in the whack pack? Is that forget
2: the Forget Cummings? Yeah. Forget Waterhouse? Yeah,
5: it's <laughs> all Kilner.
2: Yeah, I love him. Unbelievable. Am I any? We
5: love him too. Any tips uh, tonight? Anywhere? Uh,
6: yeah, we had a good. <laughs> we had a winner. <laughs> Glenn was yakking so long that we missed it in race run at Richmond. So jump on race two, number one. Uh, my phone's my phone's locked itself here, so I can't see the name. But race two, number one, short and sweet. Uh, we would have had a double up if it wasn't for Glenn. But anyway, on to bigger and better things, and can't wait to talk about the Golden Cup next week,
5: boys. Glenn, Glenn just keeps torturing us, doesn't he? Yeah. Just keeps torturing us. <laughs> righty Simon. Good work, mate. Well done by um, uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Jay is Jay. Well done. Mate, with the million-dollar chase. You've put, you've put Greyhound Racing front and centre, mate. So congratulations to you and everyone at Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And a uh, mental note... We'll put you before Glenn next week.
2: Yeah, please do. All right.
6: <laughs> Make sure to do that. And just a final word before I go. The SEN team were on track at Wendy Park on uh, Friday. There's some best and grand performances, boys, from some of the teams. So Who, well uh, done.
5: Name. Glenn. Name <laughs> and shame. Like anyone we know.
6: <laughs> You've already got one defamation suit coming <laughs> courtesy Glenn, so I'm not going to follow
5: up. i tell you I'll what. I'll just
6: say that they had a good time.
5: I tell, they'd still be there too, those freeloaders, I reckon. It would have been hard to get rid of them.
6: <laughs> JB, that's all I'll say.
5: righty Oh, yeah. Great guy, JB. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. All right, mate. Catch ya. Hey, There goes Simon Orchard throwing the SCN team under the bus. Yeah. JB. Mm. Joel Bain. No. He's in sales. Oh, yeah, sales. God, yeah. they would go to the opening of an envelope, wouldn't yep. they? hmm Just to get some freebies. Hey, it's crime. We've got a new segment starting. We've got a couple, actually. Um, and we will get to your text messages, uh, crime watch Wednesday. Um, no laughing matter, but a couple of things that come out. The, giggled then? Well, because what's coming after this? So we're going to talk about some sports crime. Well,
2: this, this actually motivated us to do a new segment Made week. us think of it, right? Yeah.
5: So, uh, Junior Amone has uh, been found guilty of arming himself with a hammer and chasing a tradesman off a roof, sentencing 6th of December. He could be... I think I heard Michelle Bishop report this this morning. He could be facing seven years jail. This is
2: disturbing. For anyone who saw the footage of this, I saw it on Twitter. It just popped up one morning. Uh, it was very disturbing. The the gentleman that ended up that was on the receiving end fell off a roof, could have killed himself, got serious injuries. So Amone has been stood down um, indefinitely by the Dragons, and yeah, like you're saying, could face seven years jail when sentenced.
5: It's a blow to the, to the drag. Ben Hunt must be sitting in Kangaroo's camp going, God, who's going to be partnering with What do the
2: Dragons do now? Like, do they, do they go to, say, the Roosters and say, Luke Keary, we want to give you more money than you've ever been given to come across and, as Joel Kane would call him, be a tide riser? Yeah. Help the club. I, I know he's under contract, but...
5: There's a bloke coming off contract at the Panthers for 2024. 25, 25,
2: yeah. Yeah, but they need someone now. Mm. They need someone now. So do they? Do they maybe try and get Luke Carey out of his contract? I think it would be a really good match, actually. Yeah,
5: but what would they give up to the Roosters?
2: Mm, don't know. Don't know.
5: For Luke Carey, you think the Roosters want someone like a Ben Hunt?
2: Well, it, it might free up their salary cap. It allows them to possibly. What? <laughs> it allows them to possibly, if Joey Manu is seen as a as a potential number six, to move him in. Next to Sammy Walker. This is
5: why you should be general manager of football at the Dragons. Or anywhere. <laughs> Mate, but this is great thinking. Like, yeah, what do you do? Well, Luke here is at the back end of his career, but
2: still available, uh, still able to play a really good rugby league. So,
5: If I was Flanagan, I'd be on the phone straight away to I'd, Ben Hunt to say, listen, we've got this under control. This is what we're thinking, blah, blah, blah. Enjoy the rest of camp. We'll have something sorted.
2: Benny? Who you playing against each week that you feel as though could really strengthen? Absolutely. Our
5: game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be going after Luke Kiry. I'd
2: be I'd be paying Luke Kiry a, a really good sum of money to not only be a very good player, but also just turn the fortunes of the Dragons off the field as well. The way mm-hmm. they look at their rugby league, the way they research it.
5: Dragons fans, we know we have plenty. Oh four five seven, seven three six seven three six. What are do you doing your number six jersey for next year? Now mm. that this sentence will be handed down. Uh, in December, and what about out of the West Tigers today? Like oh, I, I, I know the media have, like the I don't know. It was it's called clickbait. It well, made, he's, he's it? a
2: junior rep player, so he's played Harold Matthews and SG Ball. Who knows if he's ever going to go? And, well, who's But these again, these are allegations. But yes. young um, Massey Tavui, Tavai, I think it is, has been charged with murder. So nineteen
5: year old, didn't you say? 19, yeah, yeah. So
2: he's um, reading some of the details. Obviously, it's um, quite graphic and and um but yeah he's he's not a, he hasn't played any any first grade or or new south wales cup knock on effect cup he's a junior rep player but uh yeah that's that's concerning
5: yeah not a good day for the game i no. mean the the game's done nothing wrong but some some players involved yeah, in the game um, some serious stuff against them uh today which led us sat a bit of a brainstorm mm. on the uh on the phone today and we've come up with this new feature <laughs> Yes, it's called S-V-U. S-U-V. S U V. No, no, it's not. It's, it's called. What is it? Sports Crimes. I thought it was Crime Watch Wednesday. No, that was when we were doing the NRL Oh, Crime right, Watch. okay. So it's yeah. sports crimes. Sports crimes. So,
2: what we discussed the other day, both myself and Woogie and Rat, was identifying different sportsmen or women that have been involved in serious crimes throughout many decades and have, you know, some of the famous ones are OJ Simpson, for example, Aaron Hernandez he played with the Patriots and and Florida Gators and um, so those sorts of that sort of angle so the first one we're going to, and we're going to try and talk to some journalists or whoever's covered those cases uh, in the in the history of you know this I suppose this genre
5: yeah i mean there's plenty of podcasts about this stuff is not oh it? yeah
2: i've got a couple of books at home uh, on all the different um, different sportsmen and women that have been incarcerated for long periods of time because of their crimes many domestically, yes, there are, and I'm going to start on one.
5: Like, okay. oh, what a,
2: yeah. what a segue! So, segue in layman's terms is um, a lead in, a le- right? Okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, um, we're going to focus on rugby league fans, Gary Sullivan. Now, Gary Sullivan was born in Curry Curry, my dad was born in Curry Curry, he was born in 1947. Gary Sullivan played with uh, the Curry Curry Bulldog. Now, Curry Curry has did produced it, the most Australian rugby league reps from a bush town right. in Australia. There's 10 in total. Okay, so he's a mobile front rower. Very good player. 1970, he went to Newtown. Played six seasons with Newtown. So, so,
5: so, so did your dad play with him or against him at any stage?
2: No, he he, he was a little bit older than, right. than um, Gary Sullivan, but, but obviously knew him and played against him right, in was, Sydney. Okay, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. so... um. And he went to Newtown in 1970, played six seasons. And at that time in Newtown, there was some pretty colourful characters. There was uh, the, well, the Dawson twins, Chris Dawson, of course, who's just been uh, incarcerated. Uh, Paul Haywood, who was the brother-in-law of Nettie Smith as well. 1978, of course, Paul Haywood, he was caught in Bangkok in a hotel room with a guy called Warren Fellows. They were caught with, with suitcases full of heroin. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. yeah, he, was yeah given, he was given 30 years sentence. Paul Haywood, and he was an amazing rugby league player, a very good boxer, Australian champion boxer as well. Johnny Lewis will tell you he was was one of the most naturally gifted boxers he'd seen. Wow. And so he got 30 years. Now, he got out in 1989. He died of HIV in the end, Paul Haywood. But this is the sort of people Gary Sullivan was playing with. Yep. Now, his first year at Newtown in 1970, plays for Australia, Gary Sullivan. Represents Australia before New South Wales. And then he, he represents Australia on seven occasions. So he's a really handy what player. Position? What position? Front just, rower. Front rower. A really mobile front rower. Now, he played big over
5: – Big back then? Mobile and big? Well, like no, big not, not overly big. Right. Because
2: the front rows back then weren't overly weren't big. Weren't they? No. Okay. And he played over 100 games for Newtown, which was a, a pretty big deal back yeah. in those days. You never – back then, you never usually got a lot of 200 gamers. Um, anyway, so this is where it gets interesting. Talk about – Keeping it in the family. Okay. So between 1985 what? and 1991, after he's retired, Gary Sullivan, with the help of his stepfather, his name is Bill Orchard. They stole more than $3 million in 14 separate armed robberies of banks and armored cars. Wow. Now these took place in southeast Queensland, around Logan and Brisbane and the Gold Coast. So in 1991, him, and his stepfather, he and his stepfather both finally apprehended. Okay. They pulled off six of the top ten bank heists in total in Queensland. Fair dinkum. History, yeah. So once they were apprehended, they both confessed and um, convicted of 12 offences, armed robbery, and received 20 years in prison.
5: But why Queensland? If they were based in Sydney?
2: Not sure. Not sure. Don't know. But And back in those days, armed robbers, you talked a lot of detect. not a lot of bank robberies these days, Um they were calculating. They were smart crooks. You talked to a lot of detectives about how cold and manipulative they were. They'd never break.
5: They'd never break the armed robbers. So, and could you imagine those armoured cars back in those days? There was, no, there was no bank cards or anything. Everything was cash, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, that's why you don't see a lot of bank. One, because of security, lack of cash, whatever it may be. So, there's probably 20 bucks in the till. So here's a guy who was a great rugby league player, played for Australia, why? and then was responsible for six out of the top ten heists <laughs> in total in Queensland's history.
5: Twenty years in prison.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There's our first edition of sports crimes. There you go. I love it, mate. Oh sorry, here we go. Thank you. There we go. We need a voiceover for here we go. One two seven.
2: Yep. He's got to give us a bit of a good he said smoking Joe Kilroy, but what about sporting outlaws? That's a good name for it.
5: Oh you wanna change the name sporting of it? Sporting outlaws. Well, we can try that. So instead of sports crimes. Sporting outlaws. But doesn't it have to start? Because we, we're going to do it on a Wednesday. Doesn't it need to like a... Like a, like a no, because, oh, because Glenn's up. already got Wacky
2: wacky Wednesday. Right, okay. So gotcha. he's already taken that
5: up. All right, a couple of texts uh, before we go to the break. Hey, boys, on the Dragons. Flano has it sorted. He has his son, Kyle, coming to the Saints next season. And he plays okay under his dad. Is that was Flano. We trust was from Caringba. Well, if you are going to do that, you look forward to being fifteenth or sixteenth next year. Unless, unless Kyle, listen to this one, Sats. Unless Kyle is the plan for next season, mm-hmm. right? I mean, but this has just come out today, anyway. Yeah. So, unless you could consider Kyle for next season alongside Ben Hunt, geez, he'd learn a lot from Ben Hunt. He would. He would. And then go after Luai for twenty twenty five onwards. They need to
2: strike now. The Dragons got a strike now. They well, need they to... can't
5: till November 1.
2: Yeah, well, from November 1. <laughs> but, again, I mean, Luke Carey he'd be hard to pull out of the the Roosters.
5: How many more years has he got left it?
2: I don't know. With, okay. with, you know. Without doing any research, I'd, I'll have a look. But Our
5: crankiest listener, sorry, Bondi Jack. Yeah. Uh, definitely, Scotty, Joey Manu isn't a six, number six, what? He just, isn't, a, isn't a six. Just ask Dopey Robbo, Bondo Jacks.
2: Yeah, so Joey Man is one of those players, I think, that his, his best position is centre. Well, I his next best position is fullback. And he could play six if he knew that was his position and he wasn't just filling in. He's one of those athletes right.
5: that can play a bit of anywhere, a little bit like a GI. What about Tommy Dearden from the Cowboys? Yeah, Tommy Don't Dearden. want to see him go but money talks, Canara Cowboys. Well, he
2: comes off at the end of next year, Canara, and we spoke about him with Rat last night. He would be the player from the players that are coming off November one that I'd go after. Tommy Dearden.
5: but um He's played with Ben Hunt. Has he
2: no he No did, he, he left oh, the, only
5: at origin level. Well, yeah, he would have, yeah. So I, I just
2: think yeah, you know, this Talatai Mono was it's given them an opportunity really to mm. have some really
5: really hard decisions with some Key players. Don't read John from Harrington Park's text out. Okay. It's a bit tasteless. Mm. John, but very funny, but tasteless. <laughs> Glenis having a well-deserved break in the Outback? Question mark. Glen giving off some massive Peter Falconio, Bradley John Murdoch vibes, gents. Daniel from Prairie Wood yeah. listening via the SCN app. Hey, we've got to go to a break. When we come back, we've got another brand new segment. Oh, no, we're not. We're doing things that make you go, hmm. Can you just push the um,
2: the – Sports Outlaws, stinger again, really quickly. Okay, Simon from Bell he says sports crimes. Brandy Alexander said he took a bath towel and a tube of toothpaste home from a hotel whilst in state of
5: origin camp. Yeah. There you go. That'll be. Oh, what about this one? Is it yeah. sports crimes yep. or is that what we're calling it? No, what sports was out Outlaws. Sports Outlaws. Yeah. Matt really? Rogers stealing cutlery from Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Lock him up. Oh, please. Imagine him with his little gang in prison. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, Matt, tell us another UFO story, could you? Like bedtime stories. Ah, I've got to go to a
4: break. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Have we played this? Uh, yeah, we well, it's have. not really a one hit wonder.
5: Boys that, Will Be Boys was a
2: great. Yeah, they had a couple of big hits, didn't they? They Fly did. Boys? yeah.
5: Uh, welcome back to Sports Day. We've be talking about One Hit Wonders. I don't know why. How'd, how'd that start the show?
2: Um,
5: I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite
2: sure.
5: Here's another one. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to play this. Please don't yell at the messenger. But this one came through on the text as well. Do you, I'm just waiting for it to load up. Remember this? So bad. That. Daddy Vass would have been Daddy playing that. this back in his DJ days, mm. DJ Daddy, Daddy Vass. He sat in the flog. One what hit wonder, that
2: Illawarra icon, Mary, had one with
5: "Torn Between Two Lovers." Oh yeah, Mary McGregor, that was her name. Torn oh, yeah. between two lovers, <laughs> feeling like a fool. Was that from? Um, was that from Prisoner? The I original. Th- I think it was. I think it was. Who's our oldest listener? Glenn. Oh, no, can we someone who's sober? Golden Earring Rose Hill Rooster.
2: <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. No, Radar Love by Golden Earring. Who sent who sent that in?
5: Uh Rose Hill Rooster. Wait, wait, hang on. We got another Rooster? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What's, how does Rooster Muzz feel about he's how many I was gonna say the other how many roosters can you have in one show? What about the
2: um Don't Worry Be Happy, Bobby McFerrin? Horrible song. That was huge. Nah, it was, too, it was too happy. <laughs> they like oh, that. Oh, L- Rooster Muzz. I did get your text, Rooster Muzz. I'll um, I'll follow that up. But uh, he did say this one. This was a pain in the
5: a hole. Uh, Can't plan pour moi. Oh, ça plan pour moi. Ça yeah. plan pour moi. Plastic Bertrand band. That's it. <laughs> well, that's as bad as that. Ninety nine Luft Balloons. Oh, that was a great song. From ne- uh, what's the name? I was up there with, um, Pastor Ducci and. Mexican Radio by Warner Voodoo. Yeah. yeah, good one. 30-odd
2: foot of grunt, Brisbane Eels. You know,
5: you know what I like? What? Uh, walking on the Chinese Wall, Phil Bailey.
2: Phil Bailey is a good rugby league player. Play for was, Australia. Yeah, he's a
5: good singer too.
2: Yeah. Flock of Seagulls, I ran. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good, what an Aha, Take on Me? I didn't n- realise that was their n- only, n- only hit. Was that their only hit? It was their film clip was like the drawing s- sketches, wasn't it? Take on Me, yeah. I remember the film clip. Come right
5: on. yeah. Um what's that? I'm, I'd pay good money to see Glenn get into the ring with Boy George. Simon from Balgownic. <laughs> well, Boyd, as in the singer. <laughs> Is that Simon? Why? Simon, what's why boy George? Mm. Mm. Bross, when will I be famous? Keg's the bus driver. Kegs. We've the bus, bus driver. Yes, yeah. good to see. Uh, but they've and had more than one G4. one more than one hit, haven't they? Uh one hit wonders. Uh, Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson in his prime year. Well, that's upsets. Yeah. That's off the back of uh, the Netherlands beating South Africa last night uh, in the cricket. Hey, let's do this, by the way. What do you got for me? Um, well, mine was the thing that made me go, mm, did mm-hmm. I do this at the top of the show? It's just Eddie carrying on like a turkey. Oh. Any Mate,
2: let it go. Like, been around, no, just someone. Nathan Cleary.
5: Mate, <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I want. So I'm driving out the Penrith after this.
2: Like, What's wrong with that? Can you imagine? What? No. What's wrong with that?
5: First of all, I don't buy the story about Japan. And base, don't base don't make on, a joke about his name. We've had him on the show before. Tom Deacon is a very good journalist. Yeah, he's not going to make crap up. Talk
2: about upsets. Japan beat South Africa. We got a we got one of those. In here,
5: the right. no, don't. Oh, Eddie was the coach.
2: He was the coach. And Eddie, we trust. Well, he'll
5: be back there soon, won't he? But the the thing is, Nathan Cleary, he'd be looking at Australian rugby right now and go as if. No, as if
2: I'd want to go. As yeah.
5: if I'd want to go and play for the Wallabies it's or Super cheek. Rugby.
2: It's a tongue-in-cheek comment. Come on. The guy's committed to Australia for now. But mate, We know that he's committed until unless something else happens.
5: So that's the best way to reassure rugby fans in Australia. That press See, conference... This is, you,
2: you, this is no, your that, pessimism. You, no, it's you, not. You want to, you want the journos to go, oh, but Eddie, no, you said we're all here to hear I you don't. resign.
5: I don't. I don't want that at all. I just want Eddie... To sh- show some remorse for the performance in in France. He's already come out and said it's not good enough. Yeah, but he's, and the, then he chucks a joke goes, oh, mate. It's like, take it seriously for Christ's sakes. You're getting nearly a million dollars a year, mm. show some remorse, come out with a plan. Where's the CEO of rugby? Oh, he's still in. He's still in France. Do you not realise we're actually out of the comp? So this is what the review's about. So once they have what the review, review,
2: they're doing a review when the World Cup is finished. Well, it is finished for Australia, but when it is finished and they're finished, also drinking, eating snails and drinking champagne while all the other nations are still playing. I'm done. Um, they will do a review, and from that review, you create a strategy, Jason. What? Okay, so you can't create a strategy when it's fresh, when it's oh, still
5: raw. Yeah, okay, mate. If you moved into the consulting, you can't when it's raw. But at least I want to see some professionalism from the head coach of the Wallabies
3: mm-hmm.
5: instead of having a half-assed press conference with no that, one from Rugby Australia. Say,
2: well, again, you answered your own question. It
5: looked like a toilet block was in the background, and what's with the shoes, Eddie?
2: Well, he looks like Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. Reverse
5: Seinfeld. They're black with white trim.
2: Yeah. I've got a thing of makes Stormy Daniel, who's part of our Goodwill Hunting Group, he says, uh, I don't, wouldn't be surprised to see St. George of Lawra go hard for Connor Tracy. As you know, I'm a huge fan of Connor Tracy. And he is originally a 5'8 as well. So the Sharks have given him permission to negotiate with clubs for 2025 already, but have denied him a release for next year.
5: So... <laughs> Yeah, mm. that's things a good one. I like that, Stormy Daniel. Yeah, things that make me go, hmm? What? Danger, just sending a random text. One of our great listeners. Yeah. I love boy George. Things that make me go, hmm. Is that uh, on your iPod in the bath? <laughs> Danger, do you have every night? I hope he's, he's in the whack pack, isn't he? Who? Danger. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's one of the originals. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Another thing that makes you go, hmm.
2: In Africa, June 10, 2022, female poacher. I hate this. Shot and killed a baby elephant. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why do you need to do this? Exactly. Insecurity. Uh, The mother elephant obviously was a little bit perturbed and upset about this. Attacked the female poacher, stomped her to death. Now, the lady was then given... That's good, by the way. Yeah, so the lady was then given an outside funeral Mm -hmm. in the games reserve that she used to love shooting at. When the same mother elephant crashed the funeral... And turned up again, and upended the coffin, and tried to attack the
5: lady again. To make you, ooh, that's good. Good. Memory of an elephant, mate. Don't upset animal, the animal kingdom. Yep. They say. Why do you need to go and shoot baby elephants? Have you seen Ricky Gervais just tee yeah. off on people?
2: Yeah. It's like good.
5: I'm open to most things. Mm. What? But yeah. not that. Um, Pablo Escobar. Oh, can I just throw something? Uh, yeah. Damo from Ballina is yeah. on the text. Go, okay, Damo. Uh, for a one-hit wonder, what about I've Never Been to Me by Charlene? Now, yeah. I, I want to chat. I <laughs> that want to, was
2: the worst song.
5: I want to chat to Damo. I, I, I want <laughs> about to, his song selection? Well, <laughs> we want to talk about his work he did. On on the case yep. on the teachers pet stuff. Yeah, it's Damien Loon, by the way. That's Damien. we found out last week. Yeah, but but ba- he likes to be known as Demo. Okay, what's well, Demo from Ballina? Thank you, former police officer. Um, I want to talk to him about that, and then I'm going to rip him a new one about his musical choice. <laughs> so get through the interview first. Yes. Now let's put park that aside. Yeah, mate. What's Charlene. going on in your iPod? <laughs> That's right. Thank you for your time. You're mate. listening to 99.6 Luff Balloon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. right, one more quick one.
2: So, because his daughter was cold one night, Pablo Escobar lit two million dollars in cash on fire to keep her warm because he couldn't be bugged going outside to get wood. <laughs> to How good would that be? Can Could I be add people? to that? Yep.
5: He used to kill some of his own, you know, his own men. Yep. Because he he thought they were stealing money from him. He had that much money. And that many burial places, he forgot where he put a lot of his money. <laughs> so he started accusing his own henchmen. You know he built the prison that he was incarcerated in. What a prison that was. <laughs> if I ever do anything wrong, yeah. can you request I go there? Talk yeah. to the judge. Or my, you're going to be my lawyer.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, will you...
5: I'll give infant.
2: you the worst defense ever to yeah. say you were, would be incarcerated. Oh, they'd love you in there. We've got a lot of... Hey, got, hey. We've got a lot of listeners that are uh, doing time. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, shout out to
5: Send us a letter. Mm. Yeah, what a great audience. Drunks and prisoners. Yep. Isn't it great? (laughs) You work out which one Glenn is. We've got to go to break. I (laughs) I think he's done time. I can't tell you what for. Honestly. Zero, four,
2: five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, six. No, 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 no. That's a What do you think? Oh, okay. What do you think Glenn would have done time for? Glenn,
5: just jokes. Just jokes. Mm. Scott's only mucking around, Uncle Scotty. Uh,
4: Break time. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The All-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. This is sports day. I just wanted to play the fly
5: again.
2: Oh yeah, Gary from Newcastle. Prisoner songs Lynn Hamilton from the inside.
5: Ah, yes. You're right, Gazza. What about this one? It's not a one-hit wonder. I just want to add this in. Bit of Led Zeppelin. Come on, everybody. I love Led Zeppelin. Could you imagine what happened on that band's bus when they're touring around? The Kuma Europe.
2: Correctional Centre looking to enter a team in the NRL, Ken from Mermaid.
5: Kuma. It... That's where uh, Brett White was from, Kuma. I lived there for um, Did you really for 12 months, worked in radio. Snowy Mountains 2XL coming at you. <laughs> Mate, they used to have on a on a Friday night when everyone was driving from Sydney yeah. and Canberra to the Snowy Mountains, you just see. A long procession of cars just driving through the centre of Cooma, yeah. going up to the Snowy Mountains. Really? Incredible. And yeah. the, oh, we used to have the best chips and gravy. <laughs> A little. Now, Michael from
2: Dremoyne, Yes, just totally random.
5: Make it quick. Good on the elephant, The story about the
2: yes, the game hunter. Yes, And I don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> what?
5: <laughs> what? I don't either. That was random. My kids are driving me nuts. Trade radio time, continental ties, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. You know... I, we're only, what, four months away, I think, till Taylor Swift performs in Melbourne. I've got to go to Melbourne. Oh, you think you're taking your girls? Yeah, me and the Misso are going. So mm-hmm. the girls are going to the concert. So you just let them go
2: by themselves? Yeah, yeah, we'll,
5: yep. dr- we'll take... I mean, they'll be nearly 17, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. So we'll drop them off, and yep. then we're going to, We're going to my boss Sam's place for dinner. Yep. Right, so she's... Suck. But anyway, she, yeah. No, she invited me. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll fill her. Because hmm. once I'm there, I never leave. Hmm. So I haven't booked any accommodations. Like, oh, I forgot to book something. I'll just stay there. Yeah, creepy. No, way. no. I don't, yeah. oh, this is not going well. But, mate, they're torturing me. Like every – the Taylor Swift movie came out last week. I got to take him to that on Friday night. Don't worry about it. What about that for a revenue taker? Oh, Can't go to the concert. We'll turn it into a movie. Someone has bought, uh, bought a popcorn – a special popcorn container, mm. right, which costs $20. bucks. they are on – whatever, selling platforms now yep. for 60 bucks.
2: Yeah. Can I just say popcorn's one of the most overrated <laughs> foods of all time?
5: Jack Ginevan departs Collingwood. will be at Hawthorne next season. Pies to receive a second-round pick for the next draft and a future second and third round. So big picks. Uh, for the pies on that. And one more, Jack Gunston, who's only just arrived, it feels, at the Brisbane Lions. Yes. Will return home to Hawthorne after just one year. Lions get 2023 debutant Brandon Ryan. Continental tyres, Engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental tyres today. That Ginevan news, From if you're not an
2: AFL fan, we spoke about this last time. He's night. the one with the blonde hair or he, blonde tips. I mean, yeah. this is a huge trade.
5: Massive trade. 22 years of age. Yeah. Um. We are across um, and uh, the news that well, I'm doing a bit of NFL news here. That that tag footy is in the Olympics. So, we across that. Did so, you cover that last no, night? No,
2: it looks like in 2028, as you know, if you it will be if it's you confirmed. host the Olympics, you can introduce a sport. Yep, and a Los Angeles Olympics that um, flag footy, which is a long, a which long is gridiron, yeah, NFL without the contact, men's and women's. So it looks as though look NRL AFL super netball players.
5: Mm-hmm cross code cricket got in 2028 20, so yeah. that was a part of the negotiation if you allow flag football which gives america automatically a gold medal yes. we'll consider cricket mm, so okay. t20 cricket's going to be in there and it's not going to be many teams, about six or eight teams
2: so yeah. they'll have the all their,
5: yeah they have all their qualifiers prior mm. and basically your final round robin will happen during the olympics really so okay. you imagine australia hopefully India India definitely there. You imagine the amount of Indians who will watch the Olympics. Do you think that's
2: the way the Olympics will may go in the end where professional they, sports? Well, with the Olympics they basically filter all through the heats throughout the year. Mm. And when you get the Olympics, that could be a, like a World Like Cup. your semi-finals. Well, what right?
5: happens Well, it happens with individuals, right? You've got individually, you've got to qualify. So mm. why not with teams? Yeah. Um, Beaumont Tiles, by the way, is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Yeah, I think the Cowboys, after their win uh, yesterday, are back. Uh, and they'll be there. They'll be one of the teams, the Dallas Cowboys. You heard it here first on Sports Day. Just shop in store at Beaumont. No love for that. No. Uh, at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. We've got to go to a break. Cause Scotty Sattler standing by with his joke? Oh, Last yeah. laugh. Okay. How'd you go last night? Didn't tell it. How come? This is not about you. Hence why I didn't tell it, because it's not about me. See, you call yourself a people person. Yeah. And you treat the audience with disrespect by not, and disdain, does that make sense, by not doing the joke last night. So I want two tonight. That's up next, Sports stuff.
4: The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
5: That's last laugh not too far away. Sean from the sunny coast. Yeah. This, are we still handing out those crappy eskies? The yeah, sports absolutely. days, yeah, yeah, for sure. Can we give Sean for this one hit wonder? I absolutely think this is brilliant.
0: Remember this song?
5: So bad. Shut up, your face so from bad. Joe Dolce. Really, really bad. We've had a lot
2: of, we a lot of votes for that tonight,
5: have we? Yeah. Sean from the sunny coast, Kuroi, Uh You've got yourself a, uh, a sports day. What is it? Ma meatloaf? No. What is it? What's on it? Correct me if I'm right. Correct me if I'm right, Esky. Well done, mate. That's all yours. Uh, Big enough to fit one can in it if you crush it. So we'll get those details (laughs) to you. You're right, Woog. Sats doesn't love the loyal listeners. If he did, he would tell the sheep joke. It's the only way he'll drag the last laugh out of the hole that he put it in. What's the sheep joke? Can we talk about that? No, no, he can't do it. Oh, right. No, he can't do it. (laughs) Last laugh coming up. Sats, quickly, a few texts.
2: Uh, What about uh, former AFL player Mark Jackson? I'm an individual. That was horrible. That was a horrible song. Yeah.
5: Hey, uh, upsets. Glenn and Shell Harbour. Afghanistan beat England the other night. Yeah, they certainly they did, did, Glenn. But I, I, I have a feeling Netherlands beating South Africa is bigger. I would say that. Do you think so? Yes. No. I just Maddie said it. Maddie McKeldon. Maddie, Maddie McKeldon doesn't even know what cricket is.
2: Um. One hit wonders. Billy Ray Cyrus. Achey Breaky Heart. And could we get Jack Robinson on the show? Yeah, Simon, so I, I, That'd be a really good shout out, actually. Um. He's a Aussie World Surf Champ. He's a tremendous kid. He was the pin-up boy when he was a kid for all the surfing magazines when he was a little grommet. Yes, yeah, so I'll put him on the list. Simon, so we'll try our best through summer.
5: Adrian wants wants us to read out his SMS. There we go. We just did it, Adrian.
2: Oh no, he's talking about. There's two there. One about Joey Manu's best is fullback. Oh, I heard
5: that. That's fine. Yeah,
2: but Joey Manu can play any position. That's how talented he is,
5: guys. The ferrets don't fall in love. Oh, yeah, good. Same song. boy. Yeah, nice. us I, I can't wait any longer. On sports nice day,
4: on. it's time for the last laugh That's with that. Scott Sattler. This is like, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Seth. It's Actually, this isn't a joke because my
2: neighbour actually knocked on my door at 2 o'clock this morning. Have you ever had that? Well, anyway, my neighbour knocked on the door at 2 o'clock this morning and said, I can't sleep. I said, well, it's your lucky day. We've got a party going in here, so come in. I think you told this joke
5: two weeks no, ago. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You did. Do you want another one?
2: You've heard of Murphy's Law, haven't
5: you? Yeah. You've
2: heard of Cole's Law as yep. well? It's pretty much cabbage and mayonnaise.
5: <laughs> um, grab the podcast from wherever you get your podcast from. I apologise for two things. Maddie McLemore it. Two jokes. Man. And I'm sorry we couldn't get to all your text messages. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Good night. <laughs>